After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love the show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll take <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Q-Blade. Ah, The Drive is alive and in color, baby, on a beautiful Monday. A lot to get to, India. The squad is back together. Yeah, we are. The squad is in the house. Clint Sterner is back in the building, enjoyed himself in Mexico. Yes, yes, he did. You did? You feeling good and refreshed? Word on the street is, no, good and refreshed. Yeah, you refreshed. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm refreshed to be back in the studio with you guys. A little time away from y'all's no good asses. Yeah, uh, get your, clear your mind. But there ain't, I mean, look, there ain't, I mean, I don't know about you, but wasn't a whole lot of relaxing going on. Cabo, we was, uh, we was hot stepping now. Oh, my. Come on, baby. Yeah, you was hot-stepping uh, like yes, you was on that paddleboard, huh? Yes, indeed. I gave all the effort I could. Boy, wife, wife, my wife embarrassed the hell out of me. You're going to bring that up in the first segment? Yeah, Literally yeah. first uh-huh. couple of minutes, yeah, huh? Yeah, I, uh, if yep. you have not seen that photo, uh, please follow Clint on Instagram. Oh, I didn't post that damn thing. My oh, wife did. You can, you can find it on Clint's Instagram as well. Muy importante. It's on the you know, uh, story, isn't it? Yeah, man. That, uh, that looked like it was tough for you, dog. I mean, I'm you, telling you, you right now, I couldn't, get up, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't get up on it either. But I think a lot of people expect a lot more of you. A uh, professional athlete, this is a, a multiple uh, a multiple SEC second team, uh, all quarterback. I mean, this is a guy that has uh, got, uh, as you would say, you know, uh, that stuff on the wall. Yeah, pelts on the wall. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you, I, I, you I'm disappointed to... in myself. I don't know what you mean to tell you. I, I really, really struggled because I just watched – uh, really, all three women and and a, a buddy of mine. Oh, was everybody the, else was able. to Everybody be else. The, the yeah. only one that couldn't was that I didn't see was one that didn't try it. The three the three gals did. One of my buddies jumped out there and and talked trash as he blew by me. He wasn't gonna get in the water, but he saw me struggling and and decided he'd go ahead and do it. And as he should. My wife had already gotten in the water, out of the water, and uh, was watching and saw me struggling so bad she decided to get her little happy ass back down there. On the other paddleboard. Oh, she's talking trash too. Oh, talking mad trash, and right. and and paddle paddleboard around me and get a picture, um, with me really struggling in the background with her just 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 chilling. It, it was embarrassing, and I was mad as a hornet. Were you? 
Well, yeah, mad. yeah, I was what mad do you as think, hell. What do you think was the issue? The boat, the boat next to us, the big yacht next to us. All of a sudden, I, I mean, the first time I fall off, they're yelling, "Hey, stay with it, big fella, you'll get it." Oh, they stay. He'll they get it. Stay oh, with oh, it, that's yeah. the worst. Yes. Oh, yeah. those bastards! Oh. That's un- yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. Wow. It, 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 it was, Tyler, it was a, you think? I mean, you got bad knees. You think? You, how long did you stay up? <laughs> Bro, I, I didn't stay up. I mean, I, I wouldn't qualify much of a stay up at all. I got up maybe two or three paddles when I first got out mm. there, and then I couldn't get up. And I, I didn't get a paddle in after that. Oh, after that, just forty-five like, minutes worth. Tyler, you think you could? You think you got that in the bag? Zero chance. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. This this knee of mine, uh, that ain't happening. It's the knee. But if you were fully healthy, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, look, I'm embarrassed about it. And then my wife made it worse, jumping out there just to get a picture. She saw it was like it was like blood in the water. Like she was like a shark, and you got you just throwing you throwing that blood in the water out there. She she couldn't wait to get back out there and paddleboard around me and embarrass. What's the length of time you were? Really? Forty five minutes, every bit of it. And I'd look up in the in the waves. Damn, the waves. I'd look up and the waves had pushed me away from the boat, so I had to belly surf back towards the boat just to get give it another shot. I'm surprised you left. I mean, that feels like as competitive as you are that you would have just. You were like, I'm not leaving until I get this down. Well, that boat we were on wasn't cheap. Oh, I get that. I mean, that, that boat we were on weren't cheap, and it was one of those where I think the old Capitan said, hey, man, we got to ease on back in. And and uh, so I I went ahead, and, and the food was ready, so I went ahead and threw the old threw the old Listen, side of the paddle boat to the back and moved on. I'll That's get it a, next time. Uh, well, I mean, some some of us aren't able to do everything, right? I mean, just there's, there's just things you can't do. Like for me, well, no, that ain't an answer. riding bikes, you got to just say, nah, you nah, just nah, got to nah. say, hey, over. Now, don't put me in your category. And just listen. Don't put me in your bike just category. Give it, just give it up. You're going to do nothing but hurt yourself. No, no. I, I'm, I'm going to. Here's the deal. Here, No excuses. No excuses. Oh. I was 70 pounds heavier than anybody that got on one of them. Maybe even more. Sounds maybe like an excuse. Even, I'm just telling you. I felt like my, the board wasn't ready for this man. I felt like the board wasn't ready for this much man on his back. The you know board what I mean? wasn't ready for all this man. I mean, it looked like well, everybody even, else. I, I'm not even going to look at it. <laughs> everybody else that got on them damn boards, it looked like they were the board was barely touching the water. I, I, when I got on it, there was waves coming over the top of it. <laughs> there wasn't. It was submerged. So you didn't see anybody else out there. Well, as, no, in, in but your literally size hitting it. No, oh no, no. Oh, on the on the other one of the other boats, maybe. So paddle boarding is not you know, now husky that you friendly. Say that, any any now paddle that you boarders say that. out there? Seven one three five seven two four six ten on a trailer wheel and frame text line. Any, any paddle boarders out there? Is it is is Clint's size, Clint's running roughly, let's give him 253. That's fair. I've been working hard the last three weeks, even on vacation. 253. I out. Is, is that a deterrent? Should that is that the number one reason why he wasn't able now to? Now that you bring up the neighboring boat show, there was a gentleman over there that was struggling before I decided to give it a shot, and he was a heavy set gentleman. Mm. Well, I'm should. just telling you, here's a better question. Is are my paddle boarders out there, are there are there weight limits on these boards? Do you need to get a certain is a is a board that's going to get up? I don't even know what my wife weighs. I'll go, go with my buddy. I bet my buddy weighs. I that. bet my buddy weighs one one seventy five, one eighty. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I don't know. He did it to these. I, he, yeah. his, does he need a, a, a? Do I need a bigger board than he would need? Mm. Maybe a bigger board would have done. I don't know. I just I feel like that was that was where I was struggling. Uh, from the seven oh three, Clint, you're starting to sound soft like show. I don't know, know why I have to have to be driven by on this. No reason. I'm not soft. I just know my limitations. Uh, starting to sound soft. I mean, I'm just being I honest did. with you. I, 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 it looked very simple. I thought I, I thought I'd be fine, and I, and I wasn't yeah, clearly. You just need to start being honest about your limitations, Clint. From our uh, guy Seth Payne, he says uh, he's going to back Clint up on this. The effect of body weight on floating motorsports is real. There it, there it is. See there? <laughs> it's true. I think Seth can get up on it right now. 
I bet Seth would sink that sucker too. <laughs> Y'all heard some big boys. I mean, the bad thing is Seth played D line. I played quarterback. We probably shouldn't be in the same category at this point in time, but but nonetheless, I appreciate you know that. How Seth. embarrassing that be if if he got if he was able to get eight or nine paddles. Oh, I mean, he's t- he's a, he's a, he's an athlete. He may get eight or nine. I mean, it just it it was a bro. I don't think you understand this. Like the other ones looked like they were taking a stroll in the park. I just and then, know, and then I, I, I look I, I look like I was riding a bull. I mean, it was it, it was, uh, I feel it was like unbelievable. That's what he's doing right now, wherever he is. Shout out to Seth Payne. He'll be uh, on with us. And, I, and by the way, all our little lake and little pond paddle boarders, I love y'all, and I, I want to come do it sometime. I think it's great exercise. I was in a I was in the uh, the Sea of Cortez in a bay. By the way, there were there was waves. There's big there's big boats going everywhere. So what? It wasn't as simple as it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it's difficult. I, I know I don't have a chance at it. I think you could. Okay. Listen, I'm not even. Gonna, I, I would have really liked. This. I would have loved to watch three twenty. Well, I'm, I'm sure you would. Hey, three twenty show on a paddleboard. That'd have been a hell of a deal. I'd buy that ticket. My buddy said, "Look like he's humping." I'd buy that ticket. I'd buy that ticket. This is where we are already on a Monday. You you impersonating me in a horrendous way. Well, it is. Right, I don't know. I'd rather not be able to paddleboard than bike than, than not be able to ride a bike. Yeah, well, I know my limitations. I think most would. I like Clint. to see. I like to see you out there. I want to see you out there. Keep getting after. It. Oh, I'm gonna get on it. Yeah, I know you. Let this weather get a little warmer. That's right. We're yep. we're glad you're back, quarterback. Oh, thanks, Bob. I'm gonna give me a wetsuit and be out here paddleboarding, and getting this right. Oh, four paddle corner. Oh, four. Oh, four paddle. <laughs> I'll give you an extra. All right, man. It, it, you know what it does feel like is as you know the number one story with the Texans here, the the, the coaching search. It feels like D'Amico Ryans is starting to become uh, the guy that's the front runner. I think so Vegas. Me there's a chance. Yeah, I think Vegas is saying it, and a lot of noise and smoke is going around D'Amico Ryans. And then there was something that happened this weekend, fellas, that some people aren't making a big deal of. I don't know how. If I'm a Texans fan, if I'm a Texans fan, hell, hell yeah, it's a big deal to me. D'Amico Ryans who interviewed with the Broncos and interviewed with the Texans and then canceled his interviews with the Cardinals and the Colts. Some were saying, oh, it's not that big of a deal. The hell it ain't. Shoot, he didn't cancel the interview with the Texans, did he? The interview with the Texans. So, hey, because if, if, it were, if it were the, let's say if it were the Texans and the Cardinals that he canceled with, I know people around here would be like, what the hell is going on? So I do think it's a big deal that he, Kept the interview and interview with you, and we've heard it. We went well, so yeah, I, that's a big deal. So I, I think I think the fact that that the Texans word on the street is the Texans interview with D'Amico Ryan's went long, and and that's what potentially forced him to cancel the other the other interviews. Uh, in in you know really out of respect, and and so he could go back to work and and yeah. make sure his focus was where it needed to be uh, for this weekend's game. Um, but nonetheless, it, when, when you look, even look at it that, that way, you, you go, Hey man, I mean, the interview went long. So clearly this wasn't, um, a, a, a zoom meeting that, that went South in a hurry. Clearly there was reason to stick around and both parties were, were heavily interested in, um, in, in getting to know each other and, and figuring out what, you know, whether it was going to work or not. So, um, whether you look at it as you weren't one of the teams that, that he canceled on, or you look at it, if you're the team that, that he actually, spent the most time with, which probably caused the other two interviews to be canceled. Either way, you slice it. That's that's really, really good for the Texans. Mm, yeah. I yeah. mean, I look, I, 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 I'd be willing to bet you he's going to reschedule the other two. He may. He may. But I'm just saying right now today, he canceled two, right, for whatever reason. Yeah. And you, the Texans, were supposed to be meeting around the same days. 
that he did. He did not cancel with you. He, he interviewed with you. And like you said, it went well and went long. So, I, like, I listen, if I'm a Texan fan and I want D'Amico Ryans, and for me, he is my plan B, right? And, and, and I would be very, very happy if they got D'Amico Ryans. I think it would be a great move for them. Um, but to think, like, he had four interviews scheduled, he, and he met with two teams, and he didn't meet with other ones. Like that's like to review sure. the Texans. That's a, that's a good thing. I, I do want to I do want to throw this thought out as we see D'Amico Ryan's becoming more of the front runner here with the Texans. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people feel like it's going that way. I just I wonder where Texans fans are in the thought of we know this league is a copycat league, and many times when we see coaching hires and the Texans have had now their third one in three years. You look at what's happening before you. You look at the playoffs. You look at what teams and what organizations have been successful. You look at what teams and organizations that were in a place like you, maybe dysfunctional, one of the worst teams in the league, and how they got there. And there are a few that have been left in the playoffs. If you do go with D'Amico Ryan's, Clint, you are going left to what else, what everything is happening in the league. And I know it's something you've spoken to. I wonder as we're seeing it unfold, when we see Jalen Hurts and the Eagles with Nick Sirianni and company, we see, you know, Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes and hell, Andy Reid is able to put together a 98-yard drive with Chad Henney. We see Kyle Shanahan working magic with third-string quarterback Brock Purdy. Like we, we, we continue to see even the growth of Daniel Jones and and and, and like, we're starting to see what is happening at God, Lord, Joe Burrow and, and what they've done in yep, Cincinnati, yep. <clears throat> offensive staff. That, D'Amico Ryans is counter to that. And I'm wondering for other, for any Texans fans out there watching this, has it at least yep. made you pause here to think, mm, I love D'Amico and I've been D'Amico, but should they be going in another direction? Should they be going offense? I yep. just, I just <clears throat> wonder. Watching the postseason, if fans have, have, have changed it all, I, I think it's it's a gamble, man. I mean, I, as I've said before, I just I just like I, I'd like to get one higher right and check three boxes instead of get one higher right and check two. One of one of being a defensive coordinator, which is less significant than I think the offensive coordinator in today's game, um, relative to what they have to do, develop quarterbacks, wrap their offense around a quarterback, and a, you know, just just I, I think it's I think that's a box I would rather check with with uh, with the head coach. Um, higher if I could. I, look, I, I think if you sat here and you told me, all right, because you've said this a few times, I've heard some other people say it, uh, you know, look, if we're talking about the Harbaugh, Tomlin, well, what about these guys? Well, look, if, if you think any of these guys can be Mike Tomlin, then then it's into, it's into story. End of search, yeah. go go get them and lock yeah. them up. Like, the, the fact that I'm talking about, I mean, not y'all, just in general, that we're, we're rattling off Hall of Fame coaches uh, you know the, some of the greatest of all time that yep. that are, are going to walk away from their team, not get fired because they You're talking about guys who've been there for eighteen years and not had a losing season. Yeah, You're it, talking about guys that have been in the Super Bowl with multiple quarterbacks. You were CEOs that don't call plays on either side of the ball. They they just hire and fire essentially. And 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 you know that's that would to me that I would like that even to be completely honest. I would like that even more than an offensive coordinator is a whether he, whether he's a defensive minded guy or an offensive minded guy. Yeah, you've said that. But I mean, I would rather that guy be a manager. Worry about the team more so than the than the the offense and defense scheme that you're running. Obviously, he drives those you know what what they're doing, but but week to week, day to day, I would. But that ultimately, you're talking about 
I mean, that that list is it, that consists of the greatest coaches of all times, not not guys that just got you back to being competitive and guys that gave you an opportunity to be in the playoffs and make a couple of runs. You're talking about the greatest of all time. So I'm just talking about for me, the safest would would be the offensive minded. But I, I'm not going to be disappointed in one bit if it's a if D'Amico Ryan's ends up being the guy. I understand where everybody is is uh, is excited about that the possibility. No question. It, it, it has not backed me off any. But, I mean, you got to be honest. Like someone just texted in on the trailer wheel and frame text line, following trends is foolhardy. Get a good leader like the Steelers and the Patriots have, and you have, consi- you have consistency and success. You've named, those, like, you've named those organizations. Like you named the two best organizations arguably in the last 20 years. Like two Hall of Fame, like the best coach of all time, and Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches of his generation. Like, I mean, yes, when Mike, you would love when, to do when that. Mike, when Mike's done, he's going to be on the short list of greatest of all time, right? I would think so. I mean, this is a guy that's multiple had a Super Bowls, had never, a, had, had a, never had a losing season. I, I mean, just, I mean, uh, for lack of better terms, a blue blood organization that's been around. I mean, come on. Let, yeah, but I mean, you got, I mean, you have to sit here and look and understand the league is going so far to the offense and the quarterback and how important that is that yeah. those things are paired together. I, it doesn't scare me off D'Amico. But I, I mean, I've got to be honest. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, like the Texans are going in another direction than what the rest of the league is going. Yeah, like that 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 would be the case. Not saying they need to come off of it, but just that's that's why for for me, show is if they go D'Amico, like I, I'm a, I'm gonna hold the parade. I'm I'm gonna hold the celebration. All right, now where who who you, you see who's it. coming in offensively, and it's got to be a one two punch for me to get to just be ecstatic about it. Yeah. All right, coming up, uh, a lot happened yesterday in the divisional round, and a lot potentially happened that could play a role in the Texans' next head coach. We'll discuss that coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Prescott, it is picked off by Fred Warner. Warner's got it. Lamb chases him down in a second interception today for the 49ers. All right, a lot happened over the weekend. Uh, this wasn't as exciting a divisional round of games as as last year where you had the Buffalo-Kansas City game. You had all the games come down to the wire. But there was sure there sure was some storylines. And I think I think the game, because there are a couple of blowouts there, and then the the the, uh, the Chiefs Jags game that was weird, especially with the Mahomes injury. But the most watched game, the highest rated game last night, Niners Cowboys Clint, and I think it. I think it certainly has a connection with the Texans 
Because if you are a Sean Payton, hey, man, go get Sean Payton. Do what you want to do. We'd love to be able to compete against the Broncos, Cardinals for Sean Payton and not the Cowboys. I never thought he was safe after beating the Buccaneers. I I thought Mike McCarthy, especially depending on how they would lose to the Niners, probably had to beat the Niners. And the way that game went yesterday, the problems that Dak had the quarterback, the problems they had with time management, I think today is more likely that Sean Payton could be the the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys than anything else after watching that game yesterday. Yeah, look, I think there's so many different conversations to be had about that particular game with where the Cowboys are right now. And and if we start with the coaching, the coaching, uh, you know, point of view, it's I think Sean Payton. Hell, I think any organization out there that doesn't have a head coach right now that legitimately has the opportunity. I don't know where the draft picks are. I don't know what the compensation looks like. I don't know what he wants compensation-wise from his salary, yearly yearly money. Um, but if you have the ability to be in that conversation, like if Sean's going to take you serious, I think you got to be in it. The Cowboys clearly have the ability to be in that conversation with Sean Payton, no question about it. So I think you got, you got to be in that conversation given what Mike McCarthy uh, and Kellen Moore really have have done this year, the offensive minds on this football team. I think so. Number one, I think you got to be in with Sean Payton if you have the opportunity. Number two, I think we now know who Dak Prescott is, and we now know that Kellen Moore is not the guy that's going to get the most out of Dak Prescott. Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott together is not going to give you a chance to compete for a Super Bowl, much less win one. And so I think you got to start focusing on getting the most out of your $40 million quarterback. So if it's not Sean Payton, then who is it? There are a lot of guys in the league, not a lot. There's several guys around the league right now that are in systems, quarterback coaches or offensive coordinators that are taking their systems and wrapping them around a dual threat quarterback, a power running dual threat quarterback, which is what Dak would be and what he was in college and kind of how he came into the league. I I think you've got to change something around Dak Prescott, and it's not put more players around him, give him more weapons. I think it's how you attack offensively, which makes the game much more vanilla offensively for the play caller and for Dak, which gives you a lot more one-on-one coverage, which makes it easier for Dak. I think that's the route to go. I would like to see Dan Quinn and Brian Johnson, the quarterback coach in in, uh, in, uh, Philly right now under Shane – Assuming Steichen's going to get a head job, right? Brian Johnson's in a system where they're doing that, wrapping their quarterback, their offense around a a mobile quarterback. I think something like that. If it's not Sean Payton, the Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn and an offensive mind out of one of the systems that's really doing a good job of of wrapping their 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 offense around a dual threat quarterback. And because here's the thing, the Cowboys, the the thing that the Cowboys prove show is, and I've said this for years of like. You can go through and put up huge numbers through the season, but is the product, is what you're throwing, is that really going to give you a chance to run through three or four three or four playoff caliber defenses and win all four of them? Especially when you got to do it on the road. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like you, you, you watch him throw the ball 50 times against Tampa last year, week one, and throws for 5,000 yards and four touchdowns, but they look, it's like that, you're not, that is not the product, right? And, you know, you thought they were on the right pay, pay, on the right track when they started running the football a little bit more, and with with um, with Zeke and and um, Pollard, uh, Tony and, Pollard. And, and you know, it just it, it ne- they never could get consistent with that right there. 
I, I think it's I think it's got to be Sean Payton, and and that's the one that kind of overrules to me. To me, that would be bigger than what are you going to do with Dak? Like if you can get Sean Payton, that's that's a, a fifteen year commitment. That's a go get it done, and and you'll figure everything else later. If if Sean's not in the mix with the Cowboys, then I think you got to go get a guy either as an offensive coordinator or as a head coach that you know 100% can wrap an offense around Dak and use him differently than what we've seen to date. Yeah, as someone just texted, Cowboy fans are sick of Prescott's garbage, not the head coach show. Well, here, let me – let me, yeah, let me I disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, first, yeah, I disagree with that. And why I – see, the same reasons why I think it is important and why Sean Payton would be my plan A with the Texans is the same reason why – to me, I think the Texans are in trouble if Sean is their plan A. I think the Texans are in trouble if Sean is their plan A because the reason why the Cowboys would look at Dak and you say, well, it's not the head coach's Dak is, listen, Dak's not going anywhere. His contract is not going to have him to go somewhere. And Jerry wants to win right now. So Jerry doesn't want to start over right now with the quarterback anyway, and his contract is not going to do that. What the, what the Cowboys want to do is try to bring somebody in who can really get the absolute best out of the quarterback, like you have been talking about other situations, to get the absolute best out of what Dak can be. And listen, I know Dak looked really bad, and at times this year he looked really bad. I don't think that's the best of Dak Prescott. I think someone else can get more out of Dak Prescott because the defense is ready to go to play at a championship level. They got to figure out something with their kicker, but the defense is ready to play at a championship level. They need somebody who can absolutely get the best out of Dak Prescott, and Sean Payton has been a guy that has proven to do that. And that's why I think if you are a Texans fan who hopes Sean Payton is the guy, I think you may be in trouble today. Yeah, uh, because yep. I, I, that's why I would bring in. Sean Payton, because I think he can probably, if anybody yeah. out there, get the best out of it. Because Kellen Moore can't. It's, it's clear they've reached the ceiling. Yeah, I I, just, I I would still be concerned with Dak. Show I think I think Sean would would obviously be significantly better with him, but I'm still concerned. I just don't think Dak is, you know, if you want to keep it in in Sean Payton terms, Drew Brees accurate and timing and uh, the ability to feather the ball to all different field levels of the field. Like he's just not that. He is not that. Um, what am I looking for? He's not that that fine of a passer. Like it's just not, he's just not that level of a passer. Like like we like the other guys are not league. easy for him. No, it's not like like he, he's it's not he's like Joe Burrow is significantly. You're not going to fool Joe Burrow. Um, you know you, you look at at um Pat Mahomes. I mean he, he's not and, and Pat isn't as good as Joe in terms of taking what's easy and just like surgically tearing defenses down. Where Pat just out. He just outplays you. Like, he just out crazy, miraculous plays you. He has the ability to do the other, but you're, and he's neither. Like, you're, you're not you're not on either one of those levels, not even remotely close. And so I, I think, again, short of the greatest play caller that, that that's available, Sean Payton being the guy, that's why I think it's so important that it's somebody that will use – like, Dak's got to look completely different next year. But you, but you agree, Dak's not going anywhere. So for their chances, like they've got to fix him. They're, they've got to. Oh get no, him. You know I, no, I, I agree. But what I'm saying is, if you hire Sean Payton, you're you're hiring Sean Payton for the next ten to fifteen. Dak, you're you're tied to him for another two or three, really twenty twenty six. But I think you can get rid of him in twenty five if it doesn't work out. You can figure that out 
And to me, Sean Payton would be worth it. I mean, yeah. Sean would be better with him, yes. But if I go Sean, then then it's it's for whoever's after Dak and and what we can do down the line. If I go, if if I if I don't go Sean, I got to make Dak work right now, right? Because you yeah. don't know if Shane Steichen or Dan Quinn or hell, you don't the, these other offense coordinators. You have no idea who they are or what they would do. And so I, I I think I think the the thought of Dak just changes a little bit depending on who they who they're able to, to to get a head coach if they do part ways with Mike McCarthy. All right, news coming up. There is some potential news with the Astros. The one thing they haven't found a GM. We've got potentially an update on that. We'll discuss that with you coming up next, right here on the drive. What updates would you like? Sports Radio six ten presents the drive with Sterner and Hughley. Um, I, I, you know, we were talking about the divisional games and Sean Payton and potentially what yesterday's result for the Cowboys and how it happened could mean if you're a Texans fan who wants a Texans fan who wants Sean Payton here. I did. So, I don't know, man. What, what do you think? Do we do we acknowledge the 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 tweet that Governor Greg Abbott had or not? I mean, do we? Absolutely. I, I think mean, it's, I think it is I mean, absolutely do we, I'm just, I mean, what we, I mean, <laughs> we just go sit. I mean, I just. It was so good. I, I, listen, do you have it? I just, what, what, what was it exactly? <laughs> I believe, I, I know it might, I know is. I bet I could kick better than the Cowboys kicker right now. If you don't know, um, uh, Greg's in a wheelchair. Uh, and, uh, and that'd be a hell of a thing right now. He said. He said, I swear, oh, I, I can swear. kick as good as the Dallas Cowboys kicker. We were at the dinner table. Oh, wheels. There were some steaks on the trigger. Oh, wheels. Oh, I feel, listen. Oh, we big at, wheels. Oh, hot wheels is what I call them. I feel much better about that after, after Greg opened up the door now. Oh, hot wheels, let it get after you. Um, but, Clint, we're sitting at the dinner table. I told Courtney, I said, look at this. Look at this tweet from Greg Abbott. She said, that can't be. I said, listen, this is his account. This is what well, I thought at first. I, I double and triple Greg's checked that account. Thing. It is look at the amount of followers. Greg is serious about this. <laughs> I, hey, I thought it was great. I, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And, and if, if we pull the curtain all the way back, we're, we're at a game. And I actually brought this up on a post game show and felt like I may have stepped off in it and probably shouldn't have said it, but. We're at a game over here, a Texans game in in the the press box, and I, I think it was a, a Derrick Henry touchdown when he just walked in, and, and I mean the damn hole was big enough to drive a truck through. And I looked over his show and I said, "Hell, show! I could have ran that one in." Show said, "Hell, Greg Abbott could have ran that one in." Yeah, oh, we was gonna slip through that bad boy. <laughs> and I, I feel mean, much better about hey, it. Hey, I about fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. Well, then I brought it up on, on the post game show. And O'Shawn Pendergast and Parker, they were both sitting, they both kind of looked at me like, whoa, where are you where are you going with this? Put so I kind of backed up. I said, well, let me, let me, it is the governor. It is, let me back up a little bit. Put me all in there. So I know that, and that was what I was worried about. It was like, I brought it up. Now I got my, my man's show in the middle of something that he wasn't even, he said something in confidence. And now here, I put, here I'm putting it on the air. Well, hell, Greg Abbott got me feeling pretty good about it now. I, I immediately text show our, our like that, show. Right, like, you see that, this. that is, that is Greg having, like no one, none of his advisors probably would have said, "Hey, let's hold off on that one, Greg." Greg, Greg's got a complete hold of his account, just fired off. Just said to hell with it. Fired is great. it off. Greg, if he had a, I ain't gonna say it. No, he don't gonna say 
Greg should have had a like a, a photo to go with it. <laughs> of him kick like a, uh, just swinging that leg out to the side of it. He could have just had a ball set up and a holder. Maybe his wife or something has a holder. His, his wife or his first. <laughs> that would have that, that set that tweet right No out. question. I mean, oh, my goodness. Geez. I just said, wow, man. Oh, man, the cowback. Like, Brett, like, like you got to just – maybe you got to sit it down. Oh, money, my, my hurt. I'll be damned. Listen, if I'm Brett, like, I'll be damned. All right, I done missed a lot of kicks. And I know that, that that kick, that extra point that got blocked, didn't have a chance in hell to go in between the uprights. But I'll be damned if, it, <laughs> if I'm going to have a guy in a wheelchair say he can outkick me. I don't care if he is the and guy. And not just any guy. A guy with what, – what's he <laughs> – he, he damn near got a million followers, doesn't he? Yeah, he did. That's oh, wild. that's great. How about that? Yeah, Governor Governor Greg Abbott, boy, went for it. Went for it all, boy. He must have been disgusted. Yeah, he must have been. He must be a Cowboy <laughs> yeah, fan. He must be hurt. Not. Yeah, I could roll my ass out there and kick these headphones. <laughs> How about that? And then he, hey, and then he stuck that 43-yarder like it was nothing. Nothing. No problem. I think it may be just the extra point to Ooh, it. man. That's in his head. What do you think He's, is going through his head on that, on that first extra point when it got blocked? Thank God, thank, it, got thank God it got blocked. Because I hooked that bad Because from his angle, he could see how far left it was going <laughs> to be. I was oh, was my God. God. Where was Emmett? Why y'all keep lining up on the left hash? Yeah, Prime, Prime must have got – Prime. somebody must have talked to Prime midweek or something. I mean, no, not Prime, Emmett. All, all time, Emmett. Yeah. Somebody must have talked to, to, to old 22 midweek and oh, said, hey, man, man take it easy on our play caller and our kicker, man. Get your foot placement right. <laughs> that part right there, man. Where is your damn head at, dude? <laughs> that was my favorite part is he went to mechanics. Uh, he went to kicker mechanics. Man, oh, man. All right. Um, listen, uh, the uh, the Astros, um, the number one uh, people believe uh, have the best odds to repeat as champions to win the World Series. Uh, they had Fan Fest. Is, is that, was that Verlander? Was that still there today? I believe so. I, I can't say definitively, but I'm going to guess, I'll yes. just go with it. Yeah. It's Verlander is still up there during – we've passed Fan Fest. We've started I – mean, which is the start of the new season. We've passed Fan Fest, and the, the, uh, the, the number one pitcher for the New York Mets is still uh, draped over the front <laughs> of the Minute, Minute Maid. Maid huh? Minute Maid part. But uh, uh, there is some news. According to our guy, Hope, Bobby, Nightingale, 2 chains. um, the Astros have zeroed in on Atlanta Braves vice president of scouting, Dana Brown, uh, to be the next guy um, who uh, who could be the general manager for uh, the uh, the Houston Astros. And it's interesting, uh, but the who I believe is the current general manager and will continue to be the general manager, he spoke uh, this weekend, Jeff Bagwell. Uh, he actually addressed that, talking about uh, – the Astros, when they will, if they will hire a general manager. We're running pretty smoothly the way it is right now, but we do need a GM, and we will have one. Uh, it's, you know, process of the search right now and cutting down candidates and things like that. But, you know, that's not that's that's important to us right now. Jim's got that handled very well, so everything's running smoothly. There's Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I, there's Jeff. I, I got, for the record, I got no problem with it. I, 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 I just I, wish they come on and say it. I want to know how it happened. <laughs> like, I, I want to know how we got here. With, with, I, I'm, I'm 100% cool with it. I'm not worried about it. I, I, I like Bagwell being the face and the voice, the mouthpiece, if you will, of the front office. I'm cool with it. I, I think it's a cool dynamic. But I, want, I really want to know, what do you think? You think Jim Crane sat down and said, hey, Jeff, I know you've been an advisor, man. You know I, I hold you in high regard, man. Here's what I'm gonna, I need you to do, man. We're, we're going to let this – we're going to let James Click go. 
I'm gonna let you need to be. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna need you to be the. Uh, the mouthpiece and the face of the organization from a GM perspective I really for, for the next several months. And I'm gonna really I mean, want to lean on you. And, and you think, oh, Jeff, yeah, sure, why not? Because you know I they, mean, you know they have to hear the, hey, man, what, what the hell is Jeff's role? What is it? And well, they you, keep running, and they keep running him out to get the mic. But show Dusty, Dusty's out there at a Sacramento Kings game. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like he, he's, he's, he's in California, and meanwhile, Bagwell's back here talking about how much time his left fielders are going to play. And again, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't think it matters. I don't think Dusty gives two rips. I don't. You get a chance to party, party. But but you got you got to be thinking like, what is what's going what's going on here? Yeah. Here's a, here's just I guess I guess an advisor. To uh to the Astros owner here here he is talking about the Eula Guriel situation. There's nobody that loves Eula more than us, uh, myself, Jim, Dusty, everybody. It's just trying to find the right fit for the club. Uh, but he's a huge part of our success here, so we'll, we'll continue to monitor that situation. The advisor, huh? <laughs> the advisor monitoring. He's got to monitor that situation. We'll continue monitoring the situation. Yeah, man, just come on out with it, man. Just let it be known. I just like doesn't it, does you do you get the feel that whoever the next GM is, let's say it is this Dana Brown fella, like it feels like to me his role of general manager is going to be a lot like David Cully's role of head coach under Nick Casario. Oh no, no. Yeah, the GM's going to be an assistant to Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. No, you yeah, think? Yes. You think that's where Sounds we're at? Like it. Yes. <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? You, you, monitor who do you think, the situation. Who do you think has a, who's going to pull the trigger on decisions more? Jeff Bagwell or Dana Brown, vice president of scouting for the – are you kidding me? You know, Jeff's going to – Yeah, all, I don't, I don't Jeff's know. all going to stop talking now? Well, I, I well, I'd like to think that, that our beloved Astros are not as, as dysfunctional as, as the squad over here was. It may not be dysfunctional. They really may feel like Jeff Well, it would be dysfunctional to let Jeff Bagwell, an advisor, just, just trump the damn GM, GM you just hired, wouldn't it? He just that can't trumped, be good. He just trumped the last GM. Well, I mean, that guy clearly was on his way out. He just I mean, trumped that, James Click. I'm just telling you right now, you think Dana Brown – what do you think I don't know. I, I don't who's know. Who's going to have more influence with the owner? James, who's going to have more influence with the owner, Jim Crane, Dana Brown, if he's hired, or Jeff Bagwell? Well, I, I don't. I just, I don't know the answer to that question. Yes, I, 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 I hope you it know just. The answer to, to well, that I hope question. it. I'm just hoping it doesn't become a big chess contest where these two are are competing oh, for. Do you think it was a big chess contest with David Cully? No, no, no. That's a that's a head David coach. Cully, David Cully went ahead and just did. What I think it was a big, a big, well, a big chess contest in the front office over here, though. Cully seems more like a Candyland type of guy. That's what Dana's going to be. Shoots and whoever ladders. They, whoever they hire is going to be, as you said, Tyler, so well put. You don't have a lot of these moments, but so well put. I think oh. he's going to be. <laughs> he's still mad at me. No, What'd you do? No, Would you, you, you piss him off when I was gone? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he got angry with me Friday. Why, you didn't have best of? Nope. Correct. Didn't have it. <laughs> the minute he said he was angry, I knew exactly what it was over. <laughs> can't even look at it. I just can't. I just and I and I think now I'm gonna have to play hardball with you. Well, Mr. Nice Guy didn't get you anywhere. No, nope, didn't. Even putting things like, hey, whiskey, putting like having to have to pay money. Didn't didn't do anything for him. The room pockets just rolled mm. through. So I feel like room pockets. So I, I you know, you know, taking away money, taking away playing time is what hurts people. That's so right. I gotta hit him where it hurts. And you know, just sub somebody in wife. for me over here. No, 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 no. I said I'm gonna hit it where it hurts. No, I'm not gonna give you a day off. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you where it hurts, and where it hurts is the wife and kids are gonna be out of town all weekend, and I'm not going to go out with you. 
I am not going to grab drinks with you. You're just punishing and you, yourself. And you know, oh, I'm not. Oh, he's going to start asking you tomorrow. <laughs> but you but you know. Knowing you don't need 72 hours. The one time <laughs> since you've been in Houston, you don't need 72 nope. hours. He's going to ask you 72 you know, hours. But you know that's where it hurts. I'm going to hit him where it hurts. But you're just going to be missing out on a good a great night. Point. On a good evening. No, I'll just go out with other people and not tell you. I just—I don't know where else you. And if we're me, being completely honest, that will hurt you. That will crush him. I'll I mean, take, I'll take pictures and post them. That will hurt you, T. I mean, you find out how important you are in someone's life based off the time they spend with you outside of what's required. And that, listen, I didn't say nothing, but you saw how the show opened. I said, "Oh, we're all back together again." Does that mean we're going <laughs> to actually get best of this week from Tyler? That's what people texted. The text line was. Crushed. And I've got I've got to I don't know where else he's left me nowhere else to go. And it is going to have to be, hey, you want to go grab drinks? You know I have the complete <laughs> ability to grab drinks all night long. <laughs> Late not, as he wants. Not doing it. Just want to spend some time together, man. I know you do. You're gonna to have to do something to earn it. And right now, as you said, Clint, that Mr. Nice Guy thing didn't cut it, man. Didn't cut it. I don't know when you've ever been Mr. Nice Guy to me. That doesn't ring any bells. Oh, I think he was overly nice. Well, yeah, you're you're right, and and it backfired on me, and not gonna let it happen again. Hate Never. to say I told you so. Never again. So good luck, Dana Brown. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start treating you the way Jeff Bagwell's gonna be treating Dana Brown. Sit over in a corner, Dana. Come on, man. <laughs> this is great. Dana, Jeff, and Dusty, all three of them, all together. You know what I'm saying? Dana Brown. I hope Dana Brown knows what this interview process is about. There's Jeff right here. Just Jeff and Dana in the interview. Not even Jim Crow. Ah, they'll work well together, man. They, sure. they, well, they, got, they got a good thing going over there. Of course they're going to the work well together. Can Dana go acquiesce to everything he asked them to do? All right, coming up. Little, uh, little big three. Big stories of the day. And uh, we have to start with, it looks like the Texans have a front runner. And it looks like most of you are going to be extremely happy on who it is. We'll give you the latest on the Texas coaching search coming up next.